I'm Sam Mitchell, and this is Thundercast. On today's show, I'm talking to some transportation people who work at Eastern Green. So over to my left, we have the transportation manager, Dennis Carter. And over here, we got a bus driver, Larry White. So can you tell me what careers did you have before you became a bus driver or and a transportation manager here at Eastern Green? I've been a mechanic all my life. So, I mean, since I was 15 years old, I guess. I'm 53 now, so I'll let you do the math. All right. <laughs> I was a crane operator at, at Crane. I retired about 38 and a half years, and I started up here after I retired from Crane. That sounds like a good job, Did What did you guys do there exactly? As far as the my crane. job? Yeah. Well, it was an automotive uh, shop just down the road here at the junction of 43 and 54. Work on cars. Yeah, Crane, uh, I was in the demilitarization part of it. We'd done a lot of the scrap that come off all the ships and all the ammunition, different things, and loaded, unloading. How did your career start at Eastern Green? The uh, position opened up, and I was approached by uh, head maintenance man, Gary Wigginton, if I would uh, like to fill the position, and i give it a shot. And that's how it started. I guess when uh, Superintendent Mungle was here, he decided to take over half the routes, so he put out an email to all the staff if they knew of anybody that wanted to be a bus driver. And Karen knew I was retiring within a couple of months when he put the email out and asked me if I'd be interested in it. And I had done some sub-driving for my brother for North Davis back in the mid-'70s, so kind of knew what it, most of it was about, and I thought it would be a good part-time job. Ah, and it turned into a full-time job, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it did. So what would be like? A typical day for both of you in your positions. A typical day? Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't know if we have a typical day. They're all different. <laughs> you just got to roll with the punches. <laughs> all right. Well, about today then. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I mean, this morning it was cold, but we didn't have, you know, we'd already been through the weather. This afternoon, you know, we had a chance of ice and rain. and Luckily, we didn't get into any ice this afternoon, but we may in the morning. <laughs> I just kind of like every day you get up and come up here. I leave the bus here at the bus barn, and I just get up. And we come up, do the walk around, make sure the bus is ready to go. I do my morning route, and when we get back in, I go home, and there's always something to do around home. So just spend a few hours there, and then when it's time to come back, we come back and kind of repeat and run the afternoon route. Are the routes the same or a little different? Or uh, Mine's the same every day. Ah, okay. Some of them are different, but mine's the same. Why do you think it's important – to have a busy system for students, especially in a rural area in which we live. Because I think it's better for the kids because you get more acquainted with their parents. You get to know the kids. Like I said, I've been on my route for 10 years now, and I know all the parents. Parents all know me. We're local people. And, you know, if you hired a contracting company to come in and do it, well, then there's, it's strange drivers every day and different things. So yeah. I just think it's a whole lot better for the kids. They interact with you better when they know you. So also, this is for you, Mr. White. How do you manage a discipline on the bus? <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of help from Karen. Karen White is my wife. She's a special ed teacher in the middle school. And when I first started this job, she said you can always be pretty tough on your discipline and always ease off. But you can't be easy and then try to get more discipline again. What I do just you mean always, by that, if you don't mind me wondering? Because that, you know, if they got certain rules, they have to be they have to be in their seat and all have to be facing forward, and you know, you just can't be loud and doing different things. And 
if you let them start getting away with it, then you have a hard time getting them to stop. But I've always been uh, the same with everybody. You be consistent with everybody. They know what they expect out of me. I like to keep my bus clean so I don't want any trash on the floor or anything. Uh, we've got trash cans in them, so I make them, you know, if I see any trash, they need to put it in the trash can. And they kind of know by being around me for so many years, they know what I expect out of them. And I have a pretty good bunch of kids, have a pretty good relationship with all the parents. And if I do have trouble with any of them, all I got to do is give the parent a call, and that usually fixes the problem. So is there a way that any of you to promote um, driving safety? I do the driver training for the school, so I guess that would be promoting safety. So can you talk about that a little bit maybe? Yeah, uh, I've done it for, I don't know, probably how long you've been here. It was, <laughs> it was right before you came, so yeah. probably been eight years or yeah, so. The superintendent, Ty Mungle, the other person that was doing the training was having kind of a rough time getting them through, and he asked me if I would be interested in doing it, and that was part of my job at Crane. We had scrap operations overseas in like Afghanistan and Iraq and different places. And it got to be my job to train the Navy because the Navy Reserve done our work overseas, you know, in war zones. So I got to be the trainer for the Navy Reserve for heavy equipment, you know, forklifts, front end loaders, cranes and different things. So, and I had been to training on how to, to set up a training program. And then he had me go to Monroe County and watch them for three days and I just took over the uh, bus driver training. And so far, I've had pretty good luck out of it. I've probably done a dozen people, and 10 of them got their license on the first try. One of them didn't make it and decided that wasn't for them. And then the other one had to do two tries. But my last eight, all of them got it on the first try. And now I've got a Cora Fish. She's another driver. She's a TA at the middle school. And during this pandemic, she's kind of taken over for me, and she's trained the last two and she's had really good luck because uh, I trained her from the beginning, so she kind of followed my pattern on how I trained. The two that she's got on went through the first time. Hey, you're on a roll. It sounds like you're on a roll, man. <laughs> <laughs> speaking and speaking of this pandemic, has this pandemic or COVID nineteen like changed the way you work? Definitely. We've got a staff that actually cleans every bus, every seat, every day that they are being used. I mean, uh, as far as the drivers are, ourselves, we have to go through and clean the bus in, in the evenings, every evening, trying to keep everything a lot cleaner. Yeah, it's affected me some because I, I'm uh, 67, so I fall into the more susceptible to having bad reaction if I would get it. And I used to do a lot of the ECAs, you know, basketball, uh, softball, a lot of the uh, field trips for kids, and I've kind of shied away from that just to kind of stay away from a lot of the people and stuff. And uh, so I haven't done any of that during the pandemic. And like I said, the driver training, that's kind of up close because you got to be with a person pretty close. So like I said, Cora was nice enough to uh, take over for me and do that. It's changed how I do things. I can oh, yeah. see that. Definitely. I think with transportation, though, you got to be careful. I mean – you just don't want those kids contracting it or giving it to you. So, Has working in the transportation field or the educational transportation field taught you anything like either of you two? Well, yeah. I mean, you pay a lot more attention to, you know, hazards out on the road uh, on an everyday basis. And dealing with the kids every day, I, I enjoy it. I mean, I, I've got a pretty good group of kids, and 
I don't know. We we kind of work together real good. They know me. I know them. They kind of do what I want to want them to do. And I've learned how to drive looking in a mirror probably fifty percent <laughs> of the time. So that's kind of different from driving your own car. But I've really enjoyed it. And like I said, it's been a pretty good experience. That's good. I'm I'm glad it's been a good experience for you. What does being the bus driver and the transportation ma- manager mean to you? Like exactly? Well, I mean, uh, I take it very serious. I mean it. it you know, it is a job, but uh, I do take it very serious. And, you know, there is a lot to it. I mean, just being out there on the road in a bus, I mean, you know, there's lots you got to watch out for. Uh, and like Larry can tell you, you know, there's a lot of safety rules that you have to. <laughs> now, what's some stuff you got to look out for? <laughs> yeah. And you also got to remember that you're responsible for 50 plus kids every day that's behind yeah. you. So, whatever decision you make mm-hmm. affects all of them. So, you're really. Super cautious. You're really watching the weather. And I've got on a lot of the ECA trips for basketballs and stuff, you don't know what the weather's going to be. And I've got caught out several times with uh, freezing rain, snow. So you've got to make sure you get the kids back home safe. And so we've been really, really fortunate. Never had any problems. It's going to be hard these days, though, because we got cold air coming in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that won't happen, but we'll, we shall see. <laughs> So what do you both enjoy doing outside of the work and transportation? I mean, I, I like to hunt myself. What do you like to hunt for? Well, just, uh, you know, uh, deer and squirrel. I guess my biggest hobby is uh, classic cars. I've got a 71 Camaro that uh, me and Karen and my son, uh, Brian's all worked on it and build it up. And we have a lot of fun with that. I enjoy drag, going to drag racing and stuff and doing different things with cars. And then we've got, 42 acres of ground there, and I spend most of my spare time in good weather, you know, either mowing or bush hogging or just doing the yard work, enjoying the great outdoors. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So this is the final question. What is the most rewarding and difficult thing about being in the education transportation field? Well, the most rewarding thing that I see is whenever you make a connection with a a young student, you know, that, uh, you know, they ride your bus every day and you could start out you know, the beginning of the year and they're, they won't say a word or anything, but you just, like Larry said, just continuously, you know, same way, treat them the same way every day, day in, day out. You know, eventually they'll open up to you, you know, and uh, whenever you, whenever that happens, you know, that is a pretty good feeling, you know, you, you've, you've broken their shell, you know. And Yeah, and with working with the kids too, they, I enjoy because, you know, once they either start driving or graduating stuff and if you see them in different settings, like in town at a restaurant or something, they'll always come up and talk to you. Parents are really good if they see you, especially at ball games and different things, they'll come up to you and thank you for taking care of their kids and keeping them safe. And it's it's really rewarding to know that they appreciate what you do every day. Yeah, I can see that because, I mean, kids are so, like, innocent. I mean that you have to protect them, but they do open up to you because yeah. you've got to know them for yeah. at least for the good course of their life. Well, I think that's all. Do you have anything you guys like to say before we uh, head out of here? I just want to thank you for having us in here. And <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah, appreciate it, Sam. It's been it's been fun. Of course, no problem. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Thundercast. Please tune in for our next episode coming very soon. If you have any suggestions or comments, please email us at thundercast at egreen.k12.in.us. You can subscribe to hear every episode of Thundercast on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Podbean. All content in this podcast is property of Eastern Green School Corporation and may not be used without express written permission. All rights reserved.